This is The Wireless Podcast, a completely improvised comedy adventure in the loose style of classic radio from UK improv favourites Racing Minds. There were no scripts and no pre-prepared elements and every episode is completely self-contained so you can listen in any order you like. This time around, the audience named the main character Arnold, suggested that his strange secret should be that he was the product of an alien experiment, decided that the whole play should begin in a Japanese ship's captain's cabin in Chinese waters, that the sponsor should be Wensleydale Cheese, and they came up with the title The Gay Agenda. Going live in five, four... Well, hello there, uh, Lieutenant Kurosawa. Hello. Ah. I went to public school in England. Yes. <laughs> well done. If anybody else wants to juggle that hot potato, they're welcome to in a later scene. <laughs> well, Lieutenant Kurosawa, yes. I'm here to announce that you have been promoted to captain. Oh. Uh, I just remembered. Why, thank you. <laughs> Gosh, then this... Uh, hey, party, party, party! Oh, you brought the whole crew. <laughs> yeah, we just thought we'd have a little party for you, Captain. Oh, yeah. thank I you. I went to school in Texas. <laughs> yes. But I'm Japanese to the core. Yes. Yes, Where? you are, Satoshi. He's a good little Kyoto lad. Konnichi, what are you, Captain? Well, uh, um... Uh, Carry on. Su- sumomo, I believe that is apricot. Anyway, well, I have to tell you, as an envoy of the United States uh, Marine Corps, yes, uh, I have to tell you that the newly elected president is very keen that you protect yourself at all times. <laughs> you know the threat that's coming here in these Chinese seas. Yes, we know the threat. That is why we are out here. We're not legally allowed to be in these waters. I know that, sure, but I wouldn't broadcast it. I'm not. I'm just telling you. Yeah. You're not a radio, are you? No, I'm a man. Good. <laughs> I thought as much. Do you mind if I put on my favorite song to celebrate? Uh, I'm still, I'm still Arnold from the block. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, Jennifer Lope. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You obviously weren't listening earlier. But it doesn't matter. Anyway. That was just a brief aside. Look, I'm so happy that my small cabin is, well, no longer a lieutenant's cabin. Uh, Lieutenant. Sorry, I was educated in Britain. That's very true. Anyway, uh, I think that I'm a captain. Arnold, look. Yes, Captain Kurosawa. Now that my new role affords me a little bit more power, I have to ask you, as you're an American envoy on this ship. I am there. We set off. With a different captain. <laughs> we certainly did. I'm afraid Captain Murakami has uh, gone to the shore with Kafka. <laughs> now, Thank God someone got that. that. Otherwise, I don't know why I bother. That may be an impressive literary illusion, but we're miles from shore. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Arnold, there's something going on here, isn't there? Wait. Why would the captain suddenly leave? Leaving me, of all people, in charge. I can't even speak fluent Japanese. You certainly can. We know that. Look, we need someone in charge who's going to do what we say. Oh, I see. If you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, but it doesn't mean that I mean to do what you say. You're going to try insubordination with us, It's not insubordination. I'm the captain. Sorry, I've just come up from doing the maps in this uh, U-boat. That's insubordination. Thank, thank you, Yuki. Wonderful. You're welcome. 
And now I'm going to take this Nando sauce to put on the thing that lets me look above the water. It's now a peri periscope. <laughs> Uh, Yuki, would you go down into the bottom of the boat and fiddle with those malfunctioning cannons, please? <laughs> Arnold, I am a captain now, and, and I'm going to stand up for what my crew and my nation of Japan that I am definitely from, from the, the best needs of all of those, and, and I'm not sure you are any longer in the best interests of myself or this ship. The United States military has always stood behind Japan. Well, I mean, ever since... Ever... <laughs> I will correct myself. Uh, for the past 72 years, the uh, United States military has always stood behind Japan. But, uh... Sorry, could we move out into the corridor? I'm having trouble fitting in here due to the elephant in the room. <laughs> Arnold! <laughs> oh. That elephant is sick. We have to put it down. No, Arnold, you are no longer permitted to use any more military force on this ship. I am placing you under whatever arrest is called when you do it on a ship. House arrest, but on a sh ship arrest. Ship arrest. You're under ship arrest. You had not got the jurisdiction to do that to an officer of the United States Marine Corps. Haven't I? This is my boat. I'm the Captain Yuki. You are gonna be in Hello. real trouble with the president. Uh, Handcuff this man. Oh, yes, but oh, I'd have to throw away me then, because otherwise he'd have <laughs> Yuki. <laughs> yes, there might be another alternate universe in which that makes sense, but it... <laughs> It doesn't here. I'll arrest him, Captain, oh. for the good of Japan, my home country. Look, there's going to be a lot of trouble if you go ahead with this here arrest here on this ship. Well, I'm going ahead with it. Oh, uh, yeah? Shinsuke, I told you to handcuff him. Now take him down to the cell block. To the cell block? Yes, we've got a cell block. Well, I tell you, you're going to regret this, oh. Captain Kurosawa. You're going to regret this big time. Nothing I like more on a Sunday morning than polishing my medals. So, it's also my birthday. Here, let's pass this balloon. We're using only our knees. I'm very sorry, Mr. Christiansen, but uh, I don't have time for your fun and games. Oh. Someone told me you were interesting, interested in... Someone like... told you I was interesting. That no, someone was no. wrong. Sorry, that was a slip of a tongue. No one told man. me you were interested. Good, good, just the way I like but it. But someone told me you were interested in military history. Oh, yes. You were a big collector. I am. And I eat a lot of food. Sorry? Well, I'm a collector, and you also specified my size. Uh, right, yes. Someone said that you might be interested in making a, a rather large purchase. Oh, yes, all purchases I make are large. I just read what I've got given. That's my line, and I'm sticking to it. That's how scripts work. I think, think you well, stuck to a few too many lines before the show. 
Uh, I think you'll find their money's plastic, so it doesn't really stick. It just breezes right up there. Look, look, Good Mr. Lord. Christensen. If I yes. can drag you kicking and screaming back to our first scene. Oh. Please, sorry, I get carried away when I'm inhaling fumes from Brasso. Well, if you'd like to get carried away, maybe you're interested in a flying machine. Oh. A particularly special one from history. Oh. How in the world have? do you know your history of the Second World War? Oh. Adequately enough. Adequately enough. Yeah, I know it was a thing. It, well, it was a thing. There were belligerents and well, what you may not know, Mr. Christensen, is that despite the commonly held belief that the American army has always stood behind the Japanese army, there was a time where those two nations were at war. There was maybe the greatest atrocity in history committed against the Japanese army from this very plane. Well, yes. That's right. You say it's an atrocity committed against the Japanese army. I would say it's an atrocity committed against the Japanese people. Well, yeah. Thank you for giving up the ridiculous jokes to split technical hairs at this point. A man can do both, can't he? But do you know the plane of which I speak, Mr. Christensen? Oh, yes. And I'm glad I stayed at home today to meet you and talk about Enola Gay. That's right, the Enola one, guy. One fan of 80s pop there who got that reference. Oh, orchestral manoeuvres in the dark, what a band. Yeah, so uh, sometimes the London Symphony Orchestra don't pay their power bill. Listen, Mr Christensen, oh, yeah. I happen to have the Enola guy in my possession. What, John? Perfectly intact in the way it was left. Oh. Papers scattered around the cockpit. A small toy helicopter still flying around inside it. It's a little bit like Inception, isn't it? A, a, an aircraft inside an aircraft. <laughs> well, John, I'll be interested, but there's one specific piece of paper I've heard about, heard talk of on the wind. Oh, yes. That resides within... What's that? The Enola game. It's a list of all the decisions that were made aboard that plane. It wasn't just the dropping of the bomb. No, they held a lengthy and arduous board meeting to begin with. <laughs> Should they drop the bomb at all first on the agenda? If so, where next on the agenda? Any other business third on the agenda? Who brought all the uh, kebabs that stunk out the cockpit fourth on the agenda? <laughs> Are you saying it's that very agenda that you're looking for. That's exactly what I'm looking for. In the plane that dropped the bombs on Japan, I seek that agenda. Oh, well then, you're in luck, Mr. Christensen. For I have in my possession that very gay agenda. Um, hello? Uh, oh, oh, hey, darling. Oh. Hello, Helga, is that oh. you? That's so great to hear from you, football head. I, oh. uh, I missed you so much. Helga, I, I've got some bad news. Uh, how's Gerald? Oh, I've got some bad news about Gerald. <laughs> what? He fell in a volcano. Uh, I can't remember who he was, so it's better if he's out the way. Okay. 
I always knew that hair might catch on, catch on fire. Ah. Uh, yeah, me too. Look, Helga. Arnold, are Hel you okay? You sound like you're in some sort of metal room. I am. I'm in a. I mean, that should have been an assumption, given you were on a boat, but this one sounds like it's got bars on it. Oh, you know, you keep it down in there. What are, what are you doing there talking on the phone? I, I didn't think we allowed that into Japanese Navy. Look, Mr. Na <laughs> Look, Corporal Nakata. Corporal Nakata, I, I was told well, I was allowed one phone call. All right, you're allowed one phone call, but it's going on a bit, isn't it? Look, I'm just talking to my wife, Helga. Arnold, Arnold. That's right, we got together. Have you been captured? Look, there's somebody here who wants to talk to you. Uh, it's your boss, uh, well, the army. Uh, I know it's strange that he would be with me when you called me on my bedroom phone. Um, yeah, it's your bedroom phone, the one that cannot move from your bedroom. I know, it's part of the bed, but... The he, bed phone, he's in there? No, well, look, I mean, there was a long string of strange circumstances. Uh, well, tell me what they are, Helga, because I'm listening. Well, they're really rather complicated, and it's hard for me to... Uh, How many clothes do you have on? <laughs> How many clothes? <laughs> That's not a thing you can say, baby. Well, it's a thing I can ask, and I'm asking it right now, Helga. What do you mean, how many clothes? Well, how many clothes? People I mean, only ever have one clothes on, surely. <laughs> You're not getting away with that like that. Do you look, mean... I currently have about six clothes on. Six clothes? Six. Are you counting socks as two? No, I wasn't, actually. Seven clothes. Oh. Do I get to count socks as two? Mm, yes. Well, then I'm wearing none clothes. <laughs> uh, look, I, I can explain it all, baby. No wonder you flunked English. Uh, look, uh, anyway, the, the general wants to speak to you. He says he's got urgent orders. I bet he does. Very urgent. Yes, but general. It's unusual for him, because he usually takes his time. I, okay, Helga, I don't want to hear that. I'm uh, sorry, did, did I hear uh, that someone needed some urgent hors d'oeuvres there? Because I've got lots of hors d'oeuvres, but, uh, but I'm afraid because it's the Japanese army, there's, there's a certain sort of food group missing, uh, being lactose intolerant as we are. Uh, and I'm afraid I've, well, I've got some seafood here. I've got uh, those little chips uh, that, you know, they put in a little cone like that. Uh, I've got a bellini with some caviar. But I don't seem to have any dairy, no dairy of any kind. Did I hear you say you're lacking in dairy? That's right, yes, being in the Japanese army. Do you require some delicious, convenient, and succulent hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> That's exactly what's required. Well, why not try this? Brand new Wensleydale cheese. It's brand new, that means it's not been aged, so it's not as good or crumbly as traditional Wensleydale, but it'll still fill the hole and you'll throw it right back up again, being Japanese. But why be Japanese when you can be Japan cheese? Oh. Well, Helga. that was really interesting, particularly as... Oh, oh. are you okay? Oh. Uh, he's got a gun! Why did no one search him? Look. He's got a gun! Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna, oh, I'm going to shoot oh, my way out of this oh, prison. Oh, God. Oh, oh, no. Get out of the Japanese Navy. Stop what you're doing there. Oh, I'll spend my whole life in the Japanese Navy and now I'll die in it. 
Put the gun down. Look, everybody in the Japanese Navy, because of your pacifist constitution that we imposed on you after 1945, none of you are legally allowed to carry a firearm. Only an American. It, it must be down to Shinzo Abe, who's been trying to uh, retreat on those sort of terms for the army and re-militarize. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the fact they're not carrying a gun is not down. Look, anyway, ah. Uh, he hasn't got his amendments through yet. Arnold, are you still on the phone? Oh, yes, he is. We need to pass that message. Like I said, it's an urgent message. Is that the, the general? Me yes, it's me, and the message is this. In my you. wife's naked bed. Yes. No, the bed's not naked. It's got lots of covers. In I my naked it. wife's bed. Yes. In my naked well, wife. That's the message. It's urgent. General. You used to be urgent. Now I'm urgent. No, don't say that. Look, if I needed proof, can I just? Barber, don't tell him anything. I don't think he suspects. Look. I'm having intercourse with your wife. Uh, what? General Barber. No, I, what he meant what, right was... now? If the no, course was sexual intercourse, I'm into that course. No, uh... If the course was no, a horse race, I'm riding that horse, and your wife is also on that horse, and we are having sex. General! On that horse. Please! Wait, there's a horse in my bed! Yes! Well, you could say that. We made some mafia enemies. I'm so sorry, Arnold. Look, just make sure the... You betrayed me, Helga. Just make sure that I betrayed you? No, I was gonna say something else, but it was too flippant for this moment. Oh, yes, we don't want this play to stray into flippancy. I'm still dying! Arnold, the general says you've... You've gotta get control back of that ship. Yes, in that very vague way. I am a very general general. Look, I'm in the process, Helga. I've shot a couple of the guards. <laughs> I'm gonna get control back, but I want you to know that I don't want control back of my marriage. Not that I, I've, I've used- That's I've good, used, because I've, I've taken your film about Ian general. Curtis and I'm not returning it. That is way too that's niche. too niche. Uh, that's never stopped me before. No, look, General, please, take your shoes and get out of my house. Oh, then I'll be wearing, do you count them as two or one clothes? <laughs> Depends if you have socks underneath. Oh, I no, I got them dirty. Oh, for what? I, I don't want to listen to this. Can you hang up the phone if you're? No, gonna... I can't. It's part of the bed. Long Island iced tea, Mr. Turnbull. Thank you very much, oh, Sandra. It's an awful cocktail to drink. I don't know why you ordered it. It's just all the liquors mixed into one. Well, uh, is Mr. Christensen here? Oh, I'll, I'll send him in. Thank you very much, Sandra. Uh, Mr. Turnbull, hello there. Ah, uh, Mr. Christensen. I, yeah. I was hoping I would be making the pleasure of your acquaintance. Oh, well, the pleasure is all mine. So, because, because I'm rubbing my thigh on it. It's still my birthday, I'm allowed to. Uh, I'm led to believe that you have in your position a certain, uh, well, a certain, uh, how can I put this? A certain, um, well, it's like a sky car. What's the word? Oh, it's a plane. Plane! Sorry, sorry. Sometimes I forget words. Um, oh, I must say, it's very nice of you to meet me here in WA, Mr. Turnbull. The first time you've been here for about six months, I believe. 
Hello, Sydney. Yes. Sorry, I was listening to a lot of Guns N' Roses on the way here. I do have a, um, a certain thing you may be requiring. Uh, yes, the Enola Gay. I would very much like to procure that for my administration. Well, I bought this from a lovely man called James. He looked very similar to you, but had a different voice, and he sounds handsome. <laughs> uh, Mr Turnbull, I tried to order that pizza for your dinner, but the company just hung up on me. Yes, we've getting a lot of that recently. <sighs> Look. What kind of pizza did you order? Uh, what kind of pizza did I order? Yeah. Oh, it had, like, a, a full... Uh, yeah, full... Um, had a full... Uh, yeah, a, a quokka. <laughs> a quokka pizza, that's disgusting. You drink Long Island iced tea and you eat pizza. These are some terrible decisions, Mr Turnbull. Well, that's exactly the point. I make nothing but terrible decisions. And people are beginning to notice. Well, that's exactly why you want this manifest. That's exactly right. The Enola Gay. Everybody knows that you can get away with an absolutely shocking decision if you're in the Enola Gay. If I only had that gay agenda and could fly around, people would think all my decisions were great. The Sydney lockout, knighting, t uh, knighting Prince Philip, I could get away with anything. Well, all I require in return for this is a hand in all those decisions. Uh, oh, you want me to chop off your hand? I mean, no, sorry, I had to think longer than I think I would, really. Well, when it's a hypothetical, you never really think properly. Oh, uh, sir. I just want to be part of it. I want to be part of something bigger than myself. Australia's bigger than me. That's I'm a big man, it's but true. it needs to be a big country. Well, Mr. Christensen, I think we can do business. You and I will take to the sky in the Enola Gay, flying round, making disastrous decisions, and no one will be able to touch us. I'll be untouchable. I'll be unimpeachable, and no one will ever hang up on me again! Six o'clock news with Alistair Can't Cook. A recent study from the uh, Japanology department at Oxford University has a... Um, what's that about? Um, <laughs> has revealed that, in fact, uh, Japanese people do not actually have the accent that they are often stereotypically given, but only have various uh, incarnations of the British, Australian, or American accent. The Japanologist professors at Oxford have said that this might be down to the fact that Japanese people are worried that they will offend any uh, Japanese people <laughs> if they do what is considered to be a Japanese accent. Uh, we now have an interview with the uh, head of the study, um, Professor Lionel Tate McGivery. Professor Lionel Tate McGivery, welcome to the news. I am uh, very glad to be here. I'm not uh, Irish, you didn't mind that, did you? <laughs> Professor uh, Tate McGivery, as the author of this study, um, um, do you really back up the findings that Japanese people do not ever do what is uh, normally considered to be a Japanese accent? They're too afraid of offending 
genuine Japanese people. Uh, yes, uh, we very... Japanese people, in my experience, are very, really do the Japanese accent. Uh, whereas people from Swindon, where I am from, uh, quite often uh, find themselves uh, doing it. Uh. And, um... Professor Tate McGivery, I, I note that your accent is really not offensive. No. And why, what would you ascribe that to? Uh, I think it's because I am a high-status character who is not uh, mocking the people that I am impersonating. Yes, you haven't pronounced any R's or L's incorrectly. Uh, no, we are perfectly capable of pronouncing them correctly. Just in our language, the R and the L is a sound like R, which uh, you people cannot pronounce and you sound just as ridiculous to us. Yes, um... Sorry, I'm just steadily in injecting the presenter, the professor with French as he goes along. I think you find that the Japanese holds the French as the highest possible uh, levels oh, of oh, culture. Oh. I mean, people in uh, grass houses should not throw any stones at all. If you can step up to that mic and do any accent outside of the British Isles, I will give you uh, $20. Well, I think the uh, challenge has been laid down. <laughs> Got $20, that's around uh, 289 yen. <laughs> Go on, anyone got any requests? <laughs> Belarusian. <laughs> that, was, that was the first one out of the blocks. Let's try that, come on. $20 on the table. Are you from Minsk? Sorry, I thought it was from Ballarat. <laughs> Ballarusian? No, I'm afraid not. It's Belarusian. Lukashenko, Azarenka, all that stuff. Come on. <laughs> They're not laughing when Russia threatens to cut off their gas. What does that even mean? I'm just saying he wasn't doing a very good impression. Time. I come from very cold country. <laughs> right. I arrest my keys. Well, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Professor Tate McGivery. That was very, very enlightening. <laughs> This gay agenda. Well, everybody, seems like none of you had firearms because of the pacifist constitution that's no longer... Uh, and also because mine are made of asbestos. <laughs> Horribly ironic, given I went to school in the most gun-toting, life-disrespecting, death-loving state in all of the USA. Well, Shinzo Abe's reforms haven't come through yet, so... Oh. Very well, you've proved your point, Arnold. You've got us all cornered in my captain's cabin and you there with your gun. Yeah. What do you want us to do then, you, you beast? I want you to bow back down to me. Okay. Wait, go to the bow. Well, it's not on this deck. Yes. I don't understand why you gathered us all in the stern if you wanted us to bow. 
You know, you set you sent uh, Hiro Kitada to the hull, and he just buggered off to the capital of culture. <laughs> I think we can get some bail from somewhere though, because we are in Chinese waters. You can get those. <laughs> get them upstairs. <laughs> At Baby Chan's. Who is Baby Chan? Who is Baby Chan? The mystery continues. I'm not think... sponsored, but we're open to it. <laughs> Look, the yes. very reason that we're in Chinese waters is why we have to remain quiet. Xi Jinping might do anything at any time. Look, we're willing to work with you, but... Oh, that's I mean, the emergency it's... alarm. Uh, there must be something happening. Look, you've got to let us go back the up to the The emergency alarm? Does that mean something's coming out of the water? No, it's not it... emerging from the sea. I mean, that would, if anything, that would mean the sea was coming out because it would be an emergent sea. Well, it sure is because of climate change. You should look that up. That's very true. Well, we better go and check if that's yes, climate change or if that's some sort of invading force. Here, follow me up the corridor. Here, go up the stairs. Yeah, you can feel that in your back, can you? The horse. That's right, I brought a horse. Oh, you Americans, you're all the same. Well, Ooh. I recently won the Kentucky Derby, so you do, I mean, Derby, you do what you want. Technically, it's a seahorse now. Look, that was a strange reaction all, from the other troops. All of the alarm lights are flashing. Uh, quick, I've got to press some of these buttons. Uh, uh. Those buttons. Well, that's what you get with a pacifist constitution. Is it? Yeah, they're all just little silly noises. You don't get to fire anything well, from look, a Japanese naval ship. They're on the radar. It seems like there's a great military mission going on somewhere south of here. So the Chinese? No, it's too far south. My goodness. I think that's from Terrace Australis. Or as I call it, and everyone else calls it, Australia. nice up here in the Enola Gay, isn't it? Oh, yes, Mr. Turnbull. I'm very glad you allowed me to join you. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you, Mr. Christensen. You seem like a man after my own heart. Oh, yeah. And I don't oh. want you to get your hands on it. That's like Indiana So I decided Jones. I'd keep you in plain sight. Can't have you sneaking up from behind and stealing my heart. I like that one, too. <laughs> uh, look... Look, so now we've got all this power at our fingertips, we can get away with making truly catastrophic decisions. What'll it be, Mr. Christensen? Oh, well, Ma, mate, I've always been... I've always I mean, been... popping the cork out of champagne at 30,000 feet can't be that sensible, so yeah, that's one. No, the pressure is difficult, but, you know, I just joined the Mile High Club. You Wait, does it have to be with another person? Well, for it to be a club, then yes. Uh, uh, mile high solo pursuit, in that case. Yeah, you joined the mile high hobby, oh. at best. <laughs> well, uh, I've always been a fan. I was just thinking, on the in-flight entertainment system back there that they've installed on the Enola Gay, it's got one of my favourite films. Uh, yes. Paul Blart, Mole Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul yes. Blart Mall Cop, yeah. Ah, that's a good idea. Let's and make a shot for shot remake of that. I mean, that's that, a that, truly catastrophic that a decision, decision that we're going to get away with. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, 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 Tony. 
Tony. Yeah. Uh, got any t- terrible decisions you want us to make? Um, you could um, uh, pick your nose and eat it. That was me, Kevin Rudd. Not you, Tony Abbott. Sorry, I find it hard to remember which one of us it was. Yeah, I we know. changed so quickly. Oh, oh. We do. You, this is, this it is was what? his ear. His ear. No, it wasn't. It was my nose. His um, ear. Picked his nose and ate his ear. That Mr. is a terrible decision, <laughs> Mr. Turnbull. I'll, I'm going to ask the crew. Was it his nose? Was it his ear? His ear? I mean, that is quite something. Well, on the British news, it got reported as my nose. Look, <laughs> Mr... <laughs> it did Probably because you're in Australia, so your head's upside down. It's a very specific alternate universe, isn't it, Asher? <laughs> um, All right. Mr uh, Turnbull, I've always wanted to sever Tony Abbott at the waist, so he only has his, uh, his derriere, his um, kneecaps and his little phalanges on the end of his feet. And then I'd point at him and go, now you're Tony a butt. <laughs> Tony a butt. Can uh, we cut him in half like I'm David afraid, Mr. Christensen, that severing parts of Tony Abbott's body would actually be a great idea. So <laughs> it's not the remit we're looking for right now. Oh, uh, Pauline, Pauline, got any ideas? Oh, yeah. Send them all back. <laughs> Just send them all back. Ugh. I am the overlord. Send them all back. Send them all back. Sorry, I'm just taking a call from Satan. Look, Mr. Abbott, the Enola Gay has four engines. If I throw her into one of them, we can still keep flying. I'm basically like a pigeon. In, in London, you wouldn't have a leg to stand on. But, <laughs> but inadvertently, <laughs> actually, Pauline's given me a good idea. A good idea for a bad idea. A good idea for a terrible idea. Uh, who's always outdoing us in business? Why is our economy taking a downturn? Well, I'm not Australian, but uh, China. That's they're, right. They're battering you. China. They're battering us like fish. Yeah, and they've left the top half of the fish unbattered so it's still alive, and then they eat it. It's true, it happens. That sounds like a terrible idea too, but why don't we attack China? Arnold, it's it's a whole fleet. I can see it on the radar screen. Captain Kurosawa, that's the Australian. Austra- Australian fleet. Uh, they're heading right for China. They're, well, they're being led by a plane. Not even President Trump would agree to this. This no. is a real terrible idea. His hands would be too small to sign the contract. <laughs> but look, led by a plane here. You know, when I see that, uh... What'd you see, Captain Kurosawa? Tell me. Well, it's, it's a plane that hasn't been seen for a long time. I think it's the Enola Gay. Oh, yeah. Well, Arnold, I, I'm sorry. I, our ship can't do anything about this. Why not? Well, I mean, it, it must be fine. It must be a good idea. It might seem like an awful idea, but because of that, I I don't think I can argue with it. Yes, Captain, Captain, the crew members and I feel that it is a good idea. We should toast to it. Maybe get some little, uh... Oh, some drinky drinks down from the uh, little bar we've got on board. Just yes, a, a little celebratory idea. cheers nice to the whole idea. The 
Up, oh. A damn uh, mosquito, what, it must have got in through the they, window. What, wait, what can I get you, sir? What, what can I get you from the bar? Well, I'll, I'll have, a, have a pint of... Uh, no. Gold, gold lager, please. A golden? Oh, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm afraid you've come to an alchemist's bar, sir. So uh, oh, well, I, I, well, we don't actually have gold lager. It's uh, it's sort of in an earlier stage of production but, but than I, that. But I want a I want a pint of golden ale. I, that's what I want. Well, I'm afraid we don't have golden ale, sir. But uh, we've got uh, well an earlier precursor to golden but ale. Maybe you could turn into that. Yes, we could turn it into could, a golden could ale. Could you give but, me an ETA on well, it? Well, I don't have the exact time when ah. that would happen. Did, Did I hear you say that you really want something that in time is going to turn into golden ale? By an alchemist, yes. By an alchemist? Well, why not have one of these? Wen's lead ale. The when at the start of it uh, denotes the fact that time is involved. The lead will one day be turned into gold and the ale will be tasty to drink. That's finest Wensleydale. Cheers, cheese, cheese. Here's to the invasion of China by Australia. Look, everybody, you gotta stop getting drunk. You have a very low tolerance for that anyway. So, uh, let's, uh, look, you don't get sake with me. No. no I, I, I find it weird that that's what you objected to. Yeah, I mean, my thing was pretty. Anyway. No, I meant over the past hour. Nothing oh. has got a worse response than that. Look, I, there's nothing we can do. I'm afraid you might be the only one with a weapon, but, well, I've been convinced by that plane. Look, all the propaganda that said that what the Enola Gay did was certainly good and inevitable, and uh, the only thing that could happen is not necessarily true, Captain Kurosawa. We, we can stop it. We can stop something that the Enola Gay does. No, I'm sorry. We can. Any decision, however bad, if fronted by the Enola Gay, I'm going to have to accept. No. Come in, SS Japanese ship. Come in, SS Japanese ship. Oh, oh. Well, they teamed up with the Germans now. They did that a while ago. It didn't end well. This is the Anala guy. Uh, we are preparing to attack China. Could you just scoot out of the way? It's yes. a bad idea. Of course, we'll get out of the way straight away. No, 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 Captain Curse. No, what? we'll have to get out of the way because we're lactose intolerant. This is the United States Marine Corps. Is that you, Prime Minister Turnbull? It certainly is, mate. Look, you have to turn back, Turnbull. This is not a good idea. Oh, you're right, it's not a good idea. But I'll get away with any dreadful idea that I have because I'm in this Anola Gay with this gay agenda. No. Look, this this agenda you have, it, it needs some sort of caref very careful scrutiny, some, some sort of precise uh, analysis uh, to, to, to show that it's wrong. Look, stop scrabbling around, Arnold. Let them go. Look, it's quite clear to everyone that we should just let them through. I don't know why anyone would try and observe some greater meaning in there. We, we don't look closely at it. Let's just let them go. Exactly. Look, You're just a ship, not an oversight committee. This will cause World War III. It's a terrible idea. Please stop, Mr. Turnbull. There's, I'm afraid there's nothing that can stop my terrible ideas. Someone's got to... They won't be subject to any scrutiny. They won't be subject to any consideration or peer review. I just decide, and I do. No. No. But... But wait. 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 There 
there's one thing I've never told anyone before. And that's that I'm secretly the product of an alien experiment. Right, uh, you are no longer in control of this ship then. Hooray. But don't you see? Don't you see everybody? Because I'm secretly the product of an alien experiment. I am very, very used to everything being subject to anal probes. You don't mean you'll fastidiously look into my decision in an investigative capacity? No. I will anally probe this decision. Very anally, I will probe it. An anal retentive probe from an investigator with fastidious tendencies. Oh good gosh, look at him go. He's using his anal nature, which in this context means that he's very um, careful and wants everything to be done exactly as he would like it to be, sort of OCD and probing in the sense of looking carefully into this matter of the Enola Gay. If only anyone had done that before, they might not have just followed what it did to the letter. Oh, Arnold, you're quite right. I'm now probing. that you lay the information out in front of us like that. Sorry? Yes, I said, now that you... Now that you lay the information out in front of us like that... Yes, I thought you stopped mid-sentence. Uh, well, I, I think you're right. Of course. Yes. Thank you. I, I think you might be right too, Arnold. You've, you've probed my decision and... Your aim... Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Let's not too, put too fine a point on it. Uh, look. I won't. You don't want it on the nose like that, mate. Look, it's... Look, or on the ear. I think you're right. It was a terrible decision and just being in the Enola Gay doesn't justify that. I oh. thought that this agenda could turn bad decisions into good decisions. It was either one or the other. But now I've seen the light. It turns out that agenda isn't binary. <laughs> that was The Wireless Podcast, starring Tom Skelton, Douglas Walker, Daniel Nils-Roberts and Chris Turner along with musical maestro Dylan Townley. Subscribe on iTunes and do leave us a rating or a review if you enjoyed yourself. You can find out more about us at www.racingminds.co.uk, on Facebook and on Twitter. Thanks for listening.